Ayin, Ches, Amar Aleph. So the Lashon HaPosik is, Bonim, Asheyivodu Lahem Darshlishi. We're talking about a Mitzri V'Adaymi. If they give birth to Bonim, third generation Mitzri and Adaymi, is Mutter to marry and to Klai Yisrael. So the Gemara explains like this. Why does it have to say Bonim, Asheyivodu Lahem Darshlishi? Why do you have to say Bonim and say Dor? Bonim, Lomanem, Imnem Abonim, Lomanem Adayas. Vimnem Adayas. Lomanem Abonim, I just have to say both of them. Imnem Abonim, Lomanem Adayas. Hayisi Aymer Ben, Rishain, Vishain Yas. A very interesting Avamina. You would think that the first child that he has after he becomes a guest should be Yasser, and the second child, Shlishi Mutter, but the third child will be Mutter. It has nothing to do with generations. You would think it just means when a, when a Gare. A mitzvah daimi has three children. The third child is mother. That's what you would think. You wouldn't think it's generations. Lakach That's what he has to say. <coughs> the concept of dares to tell you it's generations. Vim nemer dares. If one only say dar, v'leit nemer banim, and it wouldn't say banim. I would have said la'isam ha'in demalarsinai. I would say that you start counting from the people that still be harsinai. This pasuk was said by harsinai, even though it's not a pasuk in. Parshas Yisrael, but we know that all the mitzvahs were said by our Sinai, Al-Kaponim, in that generation. So I would think only those people, you would start counting three generations from our Sinai, and afterwards the Mitzri and Adami would be mutter. How do you know if a Mitzri is Megayer in 2022? How do you know you also have to count three generations? L'kach, Nemar, Bonim, That's why it says Bonim, to tell you that we cheshbin every generation, 2022, you start counting again. Guy becomes a Ger Amaini, a Ger Mitzri. He has to have three generations, and the third generation is Mutter to get married into Klai Yisrael. Mm-hmm. Lohem, what does the Pasuk mean? Bonim Asheyivodu Lohem, Mehem Mineh. You count from the Ger, meaning the Ger is generation one, his son is generation two, his grandson is Mutter to get married. Lohem, what is Lohem? The second word says twice Lohem in the Pasuk. The second Lohem is coming to tell you Haleich Achar Psulam. Go after the Psul. Meaning we'll see that if one of them is Pasul and one of them is Kosher, you go after the Psul. Let's say a Mitzri marries a Yisraelis or a Yisrael marries a Mitzris. The child is always considered after the Pasul. So if a Mitzri marries a Yisraelis, the child is considered a Mitzri Shani. Even though the mother is a Yisraelis, and same vice versa, if a Yisrael marries a Mitzris, it's Halech Achab Sulam. You always go after the apostle, and the child is always considered whatever the apostle is. Even though generally in other areas, we don't necessarily go after the apostle, we go after the mother or the father, depending on what we're talking about. But regarding Mitzvah Daimi, Halech Achab Sulam, we'll see further about this concept. So that's what we dash in from the second word of Lahem to tell you Halech Achab Sulam. It the pasuk says asheivaldo lahem. Why does they have to say both of them? You would think you start counting from the children. That's when you count the three generations. Like we said before, you count from the from the ger himself. He's generation one, and then afterwards it's generation two and three. Shen is Gaira. What's the halacha if a mitzvah is misgaira when she's Mubaris? What generation is her son considered? You would think he, Ubinachad, you would think that she and her son are considered one generation because technically 
he is being Megayer together with his mother. So you would think they're considered one generation and you would start counting from the next child, meaning the son's son would be considered first generation. To tell you that you go after the mother, the mother is considered first generation Mitzri, whatever, we go after the Leda. So even though he was pregnant, and technically he was also part of the Geras, but still, since she didn't give birth yet, the birth is already Kaveh, the second generation, and Amela, the child, is considered generation two Mitzri. It's actually interesting, because let's say a Mitzris has a child before, let's say a Mitzris and her child that's already born are Megayer. The Mitzris is Megayer, she has a child that's Megayer, and then she has another child after Geras. So the child that's Megayer, when he's Megayer himself, he's considered a Mitzirishan, because he had his own Geirim. His brother, who was born after the Geras, is considered a Mitzirishani, because his mother was already Megayer when she gave birth. So it's interesting, you know, just because, I mean, they're not really brothers because they're Geirim, but Akapodim, you could, it's very interesting, you could have one family, that one brother could be a Mitzirishan, because he was Megayer after he was born already, and the other brother could be a Mitzri Interesting thing. But Akapana, Mitzri Shani and Adami Shani is dependent on birth. That's what it's dependent on. has to say Lohem over here. Also it says, It says, by Mamzer. Over here, he, he comes from a Tipa Psula. He comes from an Adaimi. He's a guy, he comes from a guy. So therefore, you have to say that if, when you have a Mitzri that marries a Yid, you go after the Apostle, and therefore the child's considered a Mitzri. Maybe he's worse than a Mamzer because he comes from Tipa Psula. Avo Mamzer, but a Mamzer that the, the Tipa was kosher, it was the Bia. That was the problem of the tipa itself came from a kashri yid. So you would think that maybe the child you would not go after apostle. Meaning, if a mamzer marries a bas yisrael, maybe the child would not be considered a mamzer because the mice of the mother was a bas yisrael, or maybe if the father's a yisrael, agabana. We wouldn't know that you always go after the apostle. So male, that's why it has to say loy by mamzer to tell you that even though it's a tipa kshaya, you always go after the apostle, and if one of the parents. Is a mamzer, the halacha is the child, is a mamzer. Because if one only says mamzer, you would think, mamzer is much worse than Mitzri and Adaimi. He can never come into the kal. But over here, he can come into the kal. Maybe we would not, after three generations, he'll have to come into the kal. So maybe the halacha would be, you would now go after the apostle, come at Sricha. That's why you need both, to tell you in both instances. You go after the apostle. Amr Rabbi Rechana, Amr Rabbi Yechanan, Mitzri Sheni, Shenasa Mitzris Rishayna. What do you say to this case? The father is a Sheni, and the mother is a Rishin. What is the status of the child? Do you go after the father, and now the child is a Shlishi, and he's mother? Or do you go after the mother, and he's a Sheni? So Rabbi Yechanan said, Rabbi Rechana said, Rabbi Yechanan, Pina Shlishi Havai. We calculate from the father, and therefore, the child is considered a shlishi. We go after the father. Is that true that we always go after the father? Now, this is important. It's not like we said before. Before we said, if a Yisraelis or a Yisrael 
marries a mitzvah, the child is a mitzvah. The reason for that is because one's kosher and one's puzzle. So then you go after the mother. But in this case, they're both puzzle, they're both mitzvah. The question is, which generation do you calculate? And the answer is, you calculate the father. That's what Rabbi Yechanan, that's Rabbi Yechanan said today, Rabbi Yechanan. Masiv Rabbi Yasef. In fact, Rabbi Yasef Akash, is that true? Reb Tarfin Oimer. Reb Tarfin gives a Meir decade, so we pass him like this Eitzah. Reb Tarfin gives an Eitzah for a Mamzer to have kosher children. Yechoilim, Mamzerim Litara. Mamzer could be Mitara's children. How? Kate said, Mamzer, Nasa Shifcha. Mamzer marries a Shifcha, a regular Shifcha Kananis. Havlat Eved, the child goes after the mother. The child's considered an Eved. Shechorim. If you free the child, Nimtza ben Chayin, he becomes ben Chayin, he's a regular, Kashri Yisrael, even though the father was a Mamzer, but the child is a Kashri Yisrael. This is your Tarfin's Einfal, how you could be retired children of Mamzerim. So what do you see? The child, we don't consider the child as a mamzer. We look at him as an evad. Why do you go after the mother? You just finished telling me. You always go after the father by a mitzri. So why should mamzer and shivcha be different? Oh, that, well, that's really part of the terrors. It's like that it's not considered your kid. We actually, see, by Michal, it's never posh it, because we learned it already a few times that the child of a shifcha goes after her. But the Gemara is speaking it out in a chalami. The reason why it doesn't go after the father is because it's not his child. It's the mother's child. When she's a shifcha, the child goes after the mother. So Mela, that you can't bring that Uriah to us. So here we have two Mitzrim that married each other, both Geirim. So there the, the child maybe would go after the father. That's how Rabbi Chana is there. But if you marry a shivcha, then the child goes after the mother. Masiv Rava. Rava asks on this concept, Om Rabbi Yehuda, Min Yamin, Ger Mitzri, Hayali Chaver, Mitalmide Rabbi Akiva. Min Yamin, a Ger Mitzri, was, had a friend from Talmide Rabbi Akiva. Which Talmidim was he? Was he from the first 24,000? Or was he from the second? So Rabbi Yehuda was from the second Talmidim. So he couldn't have been a friend with Ger. He wasn't a Talmud yet. Rabbi Yehuda became a Talmud after the story with the 24,000 Talmidim. He's one of the five remaining Talmidim. So Lechayim and Yamin was a later Talmud who, was not, who did not die between Pesach and Shavuos, because Rabbi Yehuda is talking over here. Sabi Ketzer, he had a friend, another Talmud of Rabbi Akiva, obviously not really to be mentioned with Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Yaisi and Shimon Yechai and all the other Chashev Talmidim, but Akapan apparently he was an Adam Chashev. So he said, this was his calculation, this Minyanim, Minyamin, this is his calculation, he's all like this. Vamirani, I'm a Mitzvah I'm married to my son, a second generation Mitzvah. should be able to marry into Klai. So this was his Chashbin that he told of Yehuda. If you go after the father, why does he have to marry his son, who's a Mitzvah Shani, to a Mitzvah Shnia? I feel Whoever his son marries, even if his son marries a mitzvah rishayin, I don't care who the mother is. You go after the father. If the father is a mitzvah so the child is a shlishi. So the chayyeh, why was Rabbi Yehuda? Why did Minyamin have to have this whole shtigal of Shani marrying Shani? You don't need that. Shani could even marry rishayin. That's also fine. You always go after the father. That said over this story, Tani Rishayna, change it. You go after the father. And therefore, Minyamin's son 
can even marry a mitzvah rishayna, the child will still be considered a shlishi because you go after the father. So this is what Rabbi Bachana said when he came from Eretz Again, Rabbi Yechanan lived in Eretz They used to come to Bavel to report what the Amirahim in Eretz said. So this is Rabbi Bachana quoted from Rabbi Yechanan. Kiyasar Avdimi, when Avdimi came from Eretzal, he quoted differently. The child is a Shani, Alma Basar Ime, Shadin We see, we go after the mother. So you, the mother is what cancels here. Now, this is a very interesting Allah say. This is one of the, din, the things that make you into a Tam and Chacham. There is something called Uber Yerech Ime. Do you look at an Uber? as if it's part of the mother, or do you look at it as a separate entity? So the Gemara is assuming, <coughs> if Rav Dimi is quoting a Yechadad, that you go after the mother, obviously we look at Uber Yerechim, and when you have a, cha- a, a fetus, it goes after the mother, it's considered part of the mother, and therefore the mother is Kaveah, the status of the child. That's how we understood Rav Dimi. So therefore if a Mitzri Shani marries a Mitzris, Rishaynah, the child is a Shani because we go after the mother. And the Gemara is going to see if there is such a halacha. So I'm going to tell you a very interesting halacha. Bez Hashem, we are going to learn, we are going to know. Meseches Zvachim in Yerushalayim. Habinuya. What are we learning? Meseches Zvachim, Rabbi Yisai, sooner than later. We are going to be starting it. Chaf, what do you say, Ben for those that want, there you go. For those that want, not for those that can. For those that want, ain't over aimed ifneratzin. Chav gimel elo tavshin pehei. All those that want, bez Hashem will be sitting outside the lishkas hanazirim, and bez Hashem the gates will be closed by then. After Mashiach comes, the gates close. So a person has to come into the gates now when the gates are open. And over there we are going to see a very interesting halacha. The halacha is if you have a carbon chatas that has a baby, the halach is the child has to die. Vlad chatos is mesa. The very important halacha. What about if, you t- if you're mafresh, a chatos that's a milbaris? So you have, so he only gave, you were mafresh when it was ready milbaris. So the chay, the kedusha is chal on the mother and on the child. So that's a very interesting halacha. Let's say, I'll give you another example. Let's say I am a nervous guy. So I decide, I want to make sure I really have a carbon chatos. So I take two chatois, two animals, and I say, it's going to be lachrayas, meaning I say, this is going to be a chatos, and if for some reason this gets lost, the other one is going to replace it. Or if, I, if the, one of them gets lost, the kids are going to back up each other. That's called lachrayas. I'm afresh too, and if one of them gets lost, that's called lachrayas. The halach is, whichever one you take, your makriv, and the other one is roya. It grazes, you'll wait till it gets a mum, whatever the special halachas that you do with it. So a vlad chatos is mesa, a achrayas is roya. How do you look at a person that's mafresh chatos with a baby inside? If you say, ober yerechimai, sadam l'chaya, it's considered part and parcel of the mother. If you say, ober lav yerechimai, so it's like you're being mafresh, two separate chatois. So every time you mafresh two separate chatois, you mark one, you can either bring the mother or the child, and then the other one will be Raya. Because if you look at it as Ober Yerachim, so it's a Vlad Chatas, it's part and parcel of the mother. You don't look at it as a behemoth by itself. But if Ober is Lav Yerachim, then you could be the child. So let's see the Allah. 
Rabbi Yechanan says, Hifrish chatas muberes v'yada. Person was mafresh chatas muberes and it gave birth. Ratzam is chaper ba, ratzam is chaper bevlada. You could be makavich either one. If an ober is not a yerechimai, have a like a mafresh, it's as if you're separating two chatois as a chrais, like we said before. Person was mafresh, two chatois, la chrais, miskaper baachas man, you're miskapering one of them, and the other one is roya. So Mela, so then it would make sense. If it's Ober Lavi Yechima, we look at an Ober as a separate entity. So Mela, you're being Mafish the mother. And you're being Mafish the Ober. So Mela, you could mishap with, with whichever one you want. If it comes pregnant afterwards. Yecheska wants to chesel a wants to know. It's very negative for him. He's a kayin. How is it ever negative to have Vlad Chatas? And the answer is, if it becomes pregnant after you are Mafish it, so then... The child is of Lachatus. But if it's if it was pregnant at the time of Hafrasha, so in America they would say that child that, that's not a, it's just a piece of meat. It doesn't count. But the Gemara didn't look at it like that. And in Mela, the Gemara says, No, it's an animal, and therefore it's considered Lachrais. But But if it's considered a Yerachimai, Havale Vlad Khatas, Lachaya it's a Vlad Khatas of Vlad Khatas. Lamisa Azil, Shtakakasha, how could you tell me? Ober Yerechimayhu, then the Chayyar, how could the Bechanan say, if you're Mafresh Achatis Mubaris, you could be Mixkapa, whichever one you want, the Chayyar, Shigolamisa, it's considered Ober Yerechimay, it's considered part of the mother, it's regular of the Achatis, Shigolamisa, Ishtik, he was silent, good Kasha. Amalei, so he said, so the, the one that asked the Kasha, this was Amalei uh, Abaya, this was Abaya's Kasha, so Abaya answered the Kasha himself. Maybe over here is different by Mitzri. There's a special by Mitzri, according to Yechanan, that you always go after the mother. Really? Why? If a Mitzri Rishad marries a Mitzri Shnia, why do you go after the mother? Because the Pasuk says, Birth comes from a mother, right? Mother gives birth, so Mela, you go after the mother, and therefore the child is goes after the mother. So it's a special example because over here, everywhere else, really, you say Ober Lavia Chimil. But over here, have a special example. This is what Abai answered. Amalek Karkafna, he told him Karkafna, he called him Karkafna means a skull. The reason why you call a skull means that Adam Chashiv is someone that uses his brain. But Adam that's not so Chashiv, either uses his heart or other things that he shouldn't be using. But an intelligent person, a Chacham, uses his head, so he's called Karkafna. Chazise I saw your head, Bene Amudi, between the poles. I saw you there, so that even though he wasn't there, but I saw you as if you were there when Rabbi Yechanan said this memra. Why? Because you're saying such a gishmak ateretz. Rabbi Yechanan would have said it himself. And Amela, you heard it over. B'shem Rabbi Yechanan. That's what Rashi explains. It means he was meant to say that you heard it. B'shem Rabbi Yechanan. It's not your own chiddush, but I'll upon him. It's a very gishmak ateretz, and you have a good ateretz on this kasha. I think Gemara says, "Time of the Ksiv, Ashe Yivaldo, Habiyama, Basya Avuah Shadinalei." Frag the Gemara. That's only because you have exactly because of Ashe Yivaldo. But it sounds like everywhere else you go after the father. Is that true? There you go after the father everywhere else. Elahadamayrava, Nachris Meuberes Sheniskayer. Let's say a Shiksa is Miskayer when she is a Meuberes. 
Does the child need tefillah or not? Bina ein tzarech tefillah. The child does not need tefillah. Now, l'chaya, that should be telling this child. If yod over yerechimai, so then the tefillah works for the child too. If yod over lav yerechimai, l'chaya, how could the tefillah work for the child? He was never tevil. He's inside the mother's stomach. How does that work for the child? So l'chaya, you see, bina ein tzarech tefillah. L'chaya, you see, uber is considered part of the mother, and therefore the tefillah of the mother works for the child. But if you say, why should you not need tefillah? Maybe you'll say, really, there's two tefillahs going on. The mother is being tevil, and the child is being tevil. I, it's a chatzitza, he never touched any water. He's inside the mother, there's a chatzitza. But we have a concept, we learned in Mesech HaSukkah, that chatzitza is only if it's something that you're makbid on. If a person has something that he's not makbid on, that we, we don't go, we don't feel that for whatever reason, but a person has a chatzitza that you're not makbid on, that Allah is mikra din, it's not considered a chatzitza. So over here, the child, Fashtetzach, is not makbid, he wants to be in the mother's stomach, Samela, he's not makbid on that chatzitza. Samela, maybe you'll say really over love, Yerechim Ehoi, how does the tefillah work for the child? Because there's no chatzitza, because he's not makbid. So, is that true? The chitay mishum de Rabbi Yitzchak. Rabbi Yitzchak says he say, "Dom Rabbi Yitzchak, dvar Torah min atayra rubai umakbed of alav chaitetz." It has to be roiv, and it has to be something that you're makbed on. If a person's most of a person's body is covered with something, and he's makbed on it, it's a chatzitza. Rubai sheinu makbed alavene chaitetz. If it's roiv, that you're not makbed on. It's not chaitetz. So the chayav here, it's a roiv that you're not makbed on. So maybe that's why it works. If a person is completely covered, everybody agrees, even if you're not makbid on it, it's considered a chatzitza. So how could a child be considered that he went to the mikvah if you hold a relav yerechimai, he's completely covered by the mother. Chaya should be a chatzitza. Go outside and ask someone to shayla. That's Megayer. What's the halacha? Does the child need tefillah? And see what they say. The Amaratzim are going to hum fanfa, and the Tridacham are going to tell you v'shteitzachnisht. And one of two reasons: either because Ober is a yerech imai, or even if Ober lav yerech imai, but it's not considered a chatzitza. Well, let's give me the most kash. We're going to ask the kash in a minute. But lachaya, why is it not a chatzitza? Freiting gemara lachaya should be a chatzitza because kulai is chaitzitz. Why shouldn't it be a chatzitza? Doesn't make a difference. But he he was a he was an individual when he was inside. What was his halachic status? He was a guy. When he was inside, he was a guy. He never had a tefillah. So when he comes out, he's still a guy. It's very nice he was born from a yid, but you have a guy that's born from a yid. Doesn't make a difference. Birth doesn't make you into a yid. You have to be a yid. Usually when she conceives after she's pregnant, so then that's automatically a yid. But here she conceived before, after she becomes a gyaris, then she automatically, he's automatically a yid. But here she conceived before, he's a guy. So if the tefillah works, beside But if the tefillah doesn't work, he's a regular guy. Unless you hold up a yerachima. If you hold up a yerachima, then he goes together with the mother. But if not, chayr what's enough kamina? This is the way he grows. A very interesting halacha. It's worse, it's better than a than a chatzitza sheni makbed. A chatzitza sheni makbed is something that really doesn't belong there, but it's there, you're not makbed on. So then we say, if it's kulai, it's considered a chatzitza. But if it's something that's supposed to be there, like here, this is the way he grows, it can only function inside his mother's stomach, so that's not considered a chatzitza. And even if you hold over lav, yerachimai, the child is considered a ger, and everything is mayurdik. 
So there's a real big halachas regarding this. Be'ez HaShem, when we get Be'ez HaShem, test Tammuz for those that want. We will Be'ez HaShem be beginning. Mesechah's Ksubis. By the way, Ksubis, everybody's coming. You should know everyone make sure to reserve seats now because everybody told me they're coming Ksubis. So we're going to have to make an expansion. Be'ez HaShem on the show for Mesechah's Ksubis. Something inside of me tells me it's not going to be like that. But I'll upon him. Those that are here, those that have a desire, will still be here Ksubis because believe it or not, Tomorrow is a fake day. Tomorrow does not exist. Tomorrow you will start your diet. Tomorrow you will become a Tamil Chacham. Tomorrow doesn't exist. Today exists. But we have to remember that as long as you live in today, Hayyim in Bekaile Sashmo. Who says Machar? Amalek says Machar. Fitzay, Hilachim, Be'amalek, Machar. Tomorrow, Amalek's always tomorrow. What did, what did Esther say when she was fighting Haman? She said, Umachar, Esther, we're doing with Amalek. Everything's tomorrow. Bayayid is Hayyim in Bekaile Sashmo. Gotta do it today. Tomorrow it's not gonna happen. But anyway, Be'ez HaShem, we are going to learn the sugya of Ger Katan, a fascinating sugya, and it's totally in this halacha. Because if you hold over Yerechimai, so he's a Ger together with his mother. But if you hold over Lav Yerechimai, then Lechayri, he's a Ger Katan. He's a Ger that was Megayer when he was a Katan, and he has special halachas. A Ger that's Megayer, a guy, guy, guy comes with his little kids, he wants to Megayer them, could he force his children to be Megayer? Lechayri, you need Das, to be Megayer. It's a big sugya. Pez HaShem, we're going to the beginning of Ksubis. Kishmak is Achen over there. But the Chayyar, we tell in Nishayla, if you hold over Yerachimai, so then it's part of the mother. He's not a Ger. He wasn't Megayer on his own. He was Megayer with the mother. He's a regular Yid. But if you hold over Lav Yerachimai, Chayyar is Megayer on his own. And we'll be telling the sugya of Ger Katan. Pez HaShem, for those that want, we will learn it with a Gishmak. When it goes to the Goyim, you, it depends on the, on the father. We always go after the father. We're going to see in a minute what it's relevant for. Niskairu, but if they're Megayer, Halech Achar Pogum Shebishnem. You go after the one that is worse. And the Gemara is going to explain what that means. Regarding who, what, what, what nation he comes from, if he's a guy, you go after the, the father. Kedetanya, the Brisa says, Minayim lecham and umas. How do you know one of the umas? Sheba, ala kananim. So the Allah is like this. Kananim, you're not allowed to leave alive. The Xeris Akasav is you have to kill all Zion umas from Eretz You have to kill. What happens if a Kanani marries someone from outside Eretz Yisrael and they have a child? What does Allah have a child? Is he considered a Kanani because you go after the father and then you have to kill him? Or is he considered a regular Chinese because the mother is Chinese? So that is a very important thing. That's Rabbi Yechelad's commentary over here. If a Chinese man, Shabal Kananis, married a Kananis, gave birth to a child, you're allowed to buy him as an Evan, I mean, you don't have to kill him. You can buy him as an Eved because he's considered Chinese, because his father is Chinese. The people that live amongst you, he's talking to Clyde, so when they come to Eretz Yisrael, the people that are Geirim, that moved in to Eretz Yisrael, they don't really belong there. You're allowed to buy an Eved from them. Who are these people? These are people that the father was Chinese. And therefore, the son is also Chinese. That's what we're learning in the Pasuk. So, Mela, the Allah is the, the son, is not, you don't have to kill the son, because you go after the father. Let's say a Kanani married a Chinese lady, you would think, you would think, you could buy him as an Evet. It has to be that they gave birth 
in your land, meaning that the father was a Kanani. He has to be someone that the father is a Kanani, and therefore the Neiladim Be'aretzachem, but it can't be if the father was, I'm sorry, it has to be that the father was a Chinese, and they gave birth in Canaan, so then the Allah is, the father's Chinese, he came to Canaan, and he had a child, so that, that, that child, you're allowed to buy as an Evet, but the, uh, the, uh, if the father was Canaani, and he married a Chinese, and that's so the child was born, let's say, in China, that child is considered a Kanani, because the father is a Kanani. And that the Pasuk says, Veloi, it has to be someone that was born in your land. So then the the mother, it's all, the, the child is always born where the mother is. So the mother is some Kanan. So then, obviously the father came from a different nation. So then, the Allah is Yolanda Bayim as an Evid. He's not considered a Kanani, because the mother is a Kanani, the father is Chinese. But if the father was a Kanani and he went to China, and then the son moved back, to live with his father, so because the father is Kanani, that child you are not allowed to buy in heaven, you have to kill him, it's considered a Kanani. So that's the first part of Rabbi Yechanan. Be'umais halach acher If someone asks you on a test, let's say a Kanani marries a Chinese woman, what's the halacha with the child? The halacha is you have to kill the child, you go after the father, the father is a Kanani, and you have to kill the child, Is considered a Kanani. That's by the umas, that's by Goyim. That's before Geras. Nisgairu, if they're Megayer, Halech, Achar, Pogum, Shebishneen, you go after the Pogum of both. And I'm going to explain what does it mean, the Pogum. Then I, what are we talking about? A Mitzri married an Amainis, and Amainis is mother to get married into Klai. So, my Pogum, Shebishneem, Ispa. So we're saying that if Mitzri marries Adam, Amainis. So we say, if it's a boy, you go after the Amaini. Even, right? Because you go after the worst, right again. By Amaini, Amainis is mother. By Mitzri, even a, a girl is Aser, but it's only told three generations. So let's say that a Mitzri marries an Amainis, and they have a boy. Which child, what, what's the halachic status of a child? So the halacha is, you always go after the Pagum. So since he's a boy, you make him worse and you make him into an Amayni. You go after the mother, who's an Amaynis. If it's a girl, so if you're going to make her into Amaynis, she's going to be mother, because an Amaynis is mother. So then, you're going to make him into a Mitzri. An amazing Allah has a good riddle. How do you have a father and a mother that have to a boy and a girl? The boy is considered one Halacha, and the girl is considered a different Halacha. This Gemara. If a Mitzri marries an Amaynis, if they have a girl, you consider the girl a Mitzri, because you go after the Pogum, if they have a boy, you consider the boy an Amaini to make him more Chamer. Again, you go after the, after the worst scenario, the worst din that you can give him. So Mela, that's the Gemara speaking out. Eli of Mitzri, Shenasa Amainis. If we're talking about a Mitzri that married an Amainis, my Pogum Shebishneim Ispa. It doesn't make sense to say Pogum Shebishneim. They're not Pogum. Why? Say It wouldn't make sense for us to say because there's not, they're not, it's not Pogum Shemishnehem. One of them is Mutter, one of them is considered Amainis, one of them is Mutter. So it wouldn't make sense to say Pogum Shemishnehem, Freitigemara. So why would you call it Pogum Shemishnehem? Obviously, we're talking about an Amaini that married a Mitzris. So Melai, they're both Pogum. 
If they give birth to a boy, you consider him an Amoini. If they give birth to a girl, you consider him a mitzris. So very interesting Allah, you can have a boy and a girl, and the talachic status of the boy is an Amoini, he's Aser forever. The talachic status of a girl is a mitzris, he's only Aser till three generations. An amazing concept, but that is a B'yayi Go outside and ask somebody what a Nasin is. And if he scratches his head, tell him, Amaretz. We'll see him. We don't know yet. We'll see in a second what a Nasin is. But I can put him. Amamzer and a Nasin are Asurim. V'isurin Israelam. They are Asur forever. There is never a Heter on a Mamzer unless they marry an Eved like we saw in Amadalf. But generally speaking, there's no Heter on a Mamzer. Echad Zechayim. Whether it's a Zachar or in a Keva, the halacha is Isurim Israela. Amr Eish Lakish, Mamzeres, listen to this. Mamzeres Le'achar Asara Teiris Muteris. An amazing thing. A Mamzeres after 10 generations is Muter. Why? Listen to this. Very interesting reason. Because if you look at the Pasuk by, by Mamzer, it says, A Mamzer cannot get married. And the Pasuk says, Gam Siri, even the 10th generation cannot get married into Klai. So what about the 11th generation? The post says, Gam Siri. What about the 11th? It doesn't say. So how do we know what the halacha of the 11th is? The way we know is we learn out from Amoyni Mayavi. By Amoyni Mayavi, it also says Asiri, and Amoyni Mayavi is Asr forever, even though the Pasuk says only 10 generations, but we know Amoyni Mayavi is Asr. It says by Amoyni Mayavi, it says Gam Asiri, same words, even though it says 10 generations, but Amoyni is Asr forever. So we learn out Mamzer from Amoyni, just like Amoyni is Asr even after generation, 10 generations, so to Mamzer is Asr even after 10 generations. But then there's a catch. Because an Amoinis is mother. It's only an Amoini that's Aser. But a woman is mother. So a Mamzeres, after 10, till 10 generations, you know it from the Pasuk itself. But after 10 generations, you're learning out from an Amoini. So you can only learn out what it says by Amoini. So the girl, a Mamzeres, is mutter. That's why Shlokish is huge chiddush. Mariyadikah chiddush. Yalef asiri asiyah mehamayni mehavi. We learn that from mehamayni mehavi. Malalon nekevus mutaris. Just like beamayni nekevus hamutter. Afkan nekevus mutaris. So too by a mamzer the nekevus are mutter after ten generations. Frantic Gemara. So Gemara speaks out what we just said. Imala alon miyad afkan miyad. Maybe just like an amayni, amaynis is mutter right away. Maybe a mamzeres should be mutter right away. So the no. Ki ahan shava me'asir ve'elach. The gzer shava only is coming to be married but after ten generations. So that's where we say that a girl is mutter. But before ten generations, you don't need to learn out of amayni. You know from the pasuk itself. I ve'anan tenan mamzeres munusinim asur mi'isur misraelam. Our Mishnah says unfortunately like that. Our Mishnah says the mom says also forever, even in a keva. So the chayat astira. How could they shlokish disagree with our Mishnah? So the Gemara says a very interesting concept. There's something called very important Allah, a very important concept to know. Dain mina umina. There's a concept called dain mina umina, which means when you learn out from somewhere else. Let's say in this case you're learning mamzer from amayni. Do you have to learn everything out? Or could you just learn some things out? Like, for example, over here, you're learning out that a mom says also after 10 generations. You're learning out from 
Do you also learn out that the girls are mother? That would be doin mina umina. When you learn out from something, you learn everything out. So if you're learning out from Amaini that Amamzeris is Mamzer's Aser after ten generations, you have to learn it out completely. And Amelia could only you have to learn out also that show, that the girls are mother, just like an Amaini. That's if you all doin mina umina. If you make Xer Shav and you learn out completely, then the you have to learn it out in Gansin, and therefore the girls are mother. But the other side is called Dain Mina the Uki Basra, which means you learn out one halacha, and the other halachas stay the same as they were the whole time. Like here, Mamzer was always Aser, men and, go, uh, men and ladies are always Aser. You learn out from an Amaini one din that it applies to even after ten generations. That's all you learn out. Dain Mina, you learn that out, the Uki Basra, and then you place it back to Mamzer, it has the same halachas as Mamzer. So if you all day me know me now, you learn out completely. So girls are going to be mother after 10 generations. If you hold day me now, Fuki Basra, so then you learn out, you keep the same halachas of Mamzer, so then girls will not be mother. Let's see it inside. Like, how does Rishlakesh do with the Mishnah? Like Asha, how come on the Amar, day me know me now? The Reish Lakish holds Daimi no Amina. Maybe you learn that completely, and therefore Mamzeris after ten generations is mutter. How come on the armor Daimi no Vuki Basra? Our Tana holds Daimi no Vuki Basra. It's Machlekes in many places in Shas. So if you hold Daimi no Vuki Basra, so it has the same halachas of Mamzer. You learn now that after ten generations is Aser. But that's all. You stop right there, and Amela it will come out that girls are going to be Aser even after ten generations. And that's what we pass. we pass in a mamzeres is aser even after ten generations? Now listen to this. Then an amazing thing. Shalos Rebbeliezer. They asked Rebbeliezer, mamzeres lacha saradorimau. What's the halacha? This Rebbeliezer the Tana. So he came before Rish Lakish. So they asked Rebbeliezer, what's the halacha with mamzeres after ten generations? Amalahem. He said like this. Listen to this. Miyitan li dor shlishi thatayrani. You won't even be able to find a third. Generation Mamzer. You're not going to find the third generation Mamzer. Why? An amazing thing. Mamzerim do not live. The Rabbani Shalom makes sure to exterminate them. They should never live. An amazing, amazing concept. So, on, base. Mamzerim get exterminated by the Rabbani Shalom. Mamzerim don't live. They die. Fatimar, the mission says not like that. The mission says they're also forever. You're telling me Mamzerim died. So what's the mission talking about? I heard a pshat from Rabbi Yehuda. If you know that he's a Mamzer, the Banisham doesn't have to exterminate him. Everybody knows he's a Mamzer, so everyone will keep away from him. If they don't know that he's a Mamzer, the Banisham gets rid of him. Listen to this. A guy can have a family. He can be a great Yeshiva. He's a Mamzer. People don't know he's a Mamzer. The Banisham will kill him. What do you see here? When you have a yachid against the tzibar, I don't care who the yachid is, he's done. The tzibar prevails in every scenario, and the B'nai Shalom will kill Amar, if you know who the Mamzer is, so there's no chashash on the tzibar. But if you don't know who he is, the B'nai Shalom will kill him under no fault of his own. What did he do wrong? He didn't do anything wrong. But Lamai said it's a tzayrech at tzibar, and the B'nai Shalom will step up to take care of the tzibar. You have to remember that. When a person helps out the tzibar, the B'nai Shalom will take care of you. The B'nai Shalom has an achrayis, B'nai Shalom takes care of everybody, but the B'nai Shalom has an achrayis on the tzibar, an amazing thing. The Mamzer will die, 
Simply because he's a Suffolk. Moyer dike concept. Moyer dike concept. But that's what Abzerah says. That if he's lo yadiyah, lo yichayah. The yadiyah of lo yadiyah, if it's shaky, so we don't know clearly, ad tlasa darichayah, until three generations will live, because if it's shaky, I if it's shaky, so everyone will know it's shaky. So I'll tell you, when something is shaky, it doesn't last. After It's only a matter of time before everybody forgets about it. When a guy gets up in the morning and his alarm rings and it's shaky, should I come, should I not come? He will not come. He's not here today. Whoever was shaky is not here. When a guy, the alarm rings and says, I have to come. There is no other son. Then you will come. That's the mitzias. It's a mitzias in life. The idea of a idea. If you're not sure if he's a monster, everyone's going to keep away. It's a suffolk. You're right. The suffolk lasts one generation. After a while, the suffolk peters out. It has to be a vadai. When it's a vadai, it lasts. So yadiyah, the idea lives for three generations. And the Gemara says a story. There was a mamzer that lived in the neighborhood of Arami. He sent out an announcement. He's a mamzer. The guy was crying. He wants to know why Arami wants him. Why is he making such announcements? I gave you life. Everybody knows you're a mamzer. Now you live. If it's a yadiyah, it's going to be a big Or if it's a yadiyah, it's going to be a problem. So I gave you life. We're going to know now who the Nisinim were. Nisinim, David, Gozer, Alem. Who are these Nisinim? David was Gozer that were now at a Mary, Anasin. Why? What was the story? Listen to an amazing, amazing story. At one time in history, such a story took place. Shalema. For those that are learning, Sefer Shmuel, we'll have it, Bez Hashem, and Sefer Shmuel very soon. But for those that are not learning, Sefer Shmuel, it's a Gemara Yavamis. And for those that are not learning either, Listen, it is what it is. We got to move on. Shenema, you can't take care of everybody. Shenema, you can't take care of everybody. The king called the Givainim. We'll see in a minute what the story was. He told them to something. The Givainim did not come from Klai. So they were a Goyish nation. They were Megayah. And David Amalek made a Kans Akzeira, you know, then I'll get married to Klai. So, my time of Gazalem. Why was he Gazer? And then they said, listen to the story. There was a hunger, Shalashanim, Shana Acheshana. There were a hunger three years in, um, in, in Eretz Israel. Shanui Shaina Amalehem. The first year when there was a hunger, he said, Shema Oiv David is Kichavim Yeshbechem. He said, because Biden, uh, mistake, sorry. The reason why there's a hunger is because people don't have Eris. That's why there's a hunger. Nothing to do, formula shortages has nothing to do with the stocking supply. It has to do with Averis. That's not what Amel said. Shema Oiv David is Kichavim Yeshbechem. It's interesting. They didn't find. So why didn't they go automatically to the supply? No, they didn't do that. They stole how it was Averis. In those days, they looked at things differently. The second year, he said, Maybe people are doing znus. Avera means nus. Stam Avera is nus. There was nus. That's it is no rain. But Golaimatsu, there was no problem. Shlish, as read in the third year, Amalam, Shema Pleiskate stuck a Barabim, Yesh Bachanvainis. Maybe you have a guy that gave a public donation, a pledge, and he didn't pay. Tirsev Nisim, the Ruach, the Geshem Ayin, you have wind and you have clouds, and then the rain doesn't come. Why? Because Ish Mishalo Bamatas Shekhar, a guy makes an announcement he's gonna give a million dollars, he doesn't give it. So then the rain the clouds and this wind, and the rain doesn't come. So they, he thought maybe that was the Aver. But so they checked, 
and there's nothing wrong. Amar, ein hadaver talo yelabi. David Amal said, it's obviously my problem. Miyad, faivakish david es panei Hashem. He asked her, Rabbi Shalom, he, what did he do? Amar, shlokish hashalabur mitumim. He asked her mitumim. My mashma, how do you know that it means doing mitumim? Amar, belozer asya panei panei, we learn it exer shava. Pnei pnei, ksev hachal yidakish davar es pnei Hashem. O ksev hachsam v'shal imishpat aurim lefnei Hashem. So he asked her, Rabbi Nisham, why is there hunger? Now listen to this. Vayemir Hashem el shol fel beis hadamim because of shol and the beis hadamim, the house of blood, ala shehemis hagivainim because he killed the givainim. Listen to this. Number one, El Shal, Shal Inispit Kalacha. They were in mass, but Shal was killed in a battle. They were in mass, but improperly. That's one reason why there was a hunger. The other reason is because Shal killed the Givainim. Where did Shal kill the Givainim? Where did Shal kill the Givainim? An amazing thing. Since Shal killed out Noiv, the city of Kayanim. Shalim is speaking. The Givainim used to bring water, used to bring stuff, uh, uh, wood to his back. So Mela, the Kayanim used to supply them with food. When the Kayanim were killed, they, were, they, they didn't have food. So Mela, it was Shal's responsibility for killing the Givainim who didn't have food. Amazing thing. Not because Shal killed the Kayanim. Because Shal killed the Givainim because they didn't have, they didn't have supplies. So Malav HaKasav Ki'ilu Hargan. So there's two tainas. Number one, you were in Masbid Shal. Number two, Shal didn't have air. If you want to promote Shal, so promote Shal. You say, number one, you were in mass with Shal. Number two, Shal didn't have air. Fred to Gemara, Katava el Shal, Shal and Ispit Kalacha. We're being Tavir. Tal wasn't, Shal wasn't Ispit Kalacha. The Katava el Shal, Mr. Givainim. We're asking also an Aveir of Shal. How did the two things stem? And, Domere, Shlokish, Mai, Dersev, Bakshuas Hashem, Kalan Ve'aretz, request from the Rabbinic Shalom, Da'an Ve'aretz. Why? He has mishpat and he does in the flights. He does he does actions. The place where he has mishpat, like over here, he's punishing Shaul because he killed the Gavainim, but at the same time, he's being Teveah that Shaul wasn't Isbat Kalacha. They both could happen at the same time. That's the way the Rabbanu Shalom does it. So now we have a problem. Two things. Number one, Shaul wasn't Isbat Kalacha. Number two, he killed the Gavainim. Amar David Shaul Nafkelahu Tracy Achishata. It already passed twelve months. You're not masked, but after twelve months, an amazing thing. He paskin. That was it. They didn't. They never did tshuva on it. But Shaul David paskin. That there's no concept of doing uh, what's it called anymore. So finished. Now there's no reason to have an einish anymore. Till David paskin, there was an einish, even though it was after twelve months. Once David paskin, there's no reason to have an einish anymore. But Nisinim, we have a problem with. Nisinim, Nekrinu Venefaisinu, let's call the Nisinim. And it will be Mephais them that Shaul ended up killing some people because they didn't have food. He asked them, What should we do? What kind of Listen to how a guy, a ger, listen to what a guy thinks. We don't want any money from Shaul and Beisai. We don't want people. Give us seven children from Shaul's Enoch, the Hikanam Lashem. An amazing thing. We're going to hang them up. We're going to kill seven, eight o'clock Hashal. You gain absolutely nothing from this, but that's what they want. This is how a guy thinks. Revenge. I'm going to take revenge. There's nothing. Shaul's gone. His Malucha's gone. We have to take revenge. He tried to convince them out of it. They didn't listen. 
Yesh Bo Mazil, there are three Simanim in Klayisal, Arachmanim, that comes from Yaakov Avinu, was a Rachman, the Habayshanim, Busha, that comes from Yitzhak Avinu, the Goimle Chasadim, that's Chesed, that comes from Avram Avinu, Rachamim, the Sevenas, and the Rachamim, the Racham, Chavir Becha, Klayisal, Arachmanim, Bayshanim, the Sev, Bavor Tir, Rasia, Penechem, that you'll have Yerush Shemayim, which is Busha, Busha comes from Yerush Shemayim. Goim le chasadim dechsev lemana sheitzaves bonavet beise pasuk beavram avinu that he's going to command his children to do chesed. So these are the three simanim of klaisel kol sheyesh beishloisha simanim halolo rali davik bulmazu. Anyone that has three simanim can get married into klaisel. And these people we're going to see on the next daf that hitaka. He killed the seven people, but bottom line, but even before he killed them, he said very clearly, these Gevoinim are not really to be into Klai Yisrael, but Lamaisa, it feels good. A person takes Nakama on somebody else, he feels good. He gains absolutely nothing out of him. He's destroyed forever. His whole family lost some Klai Yisrael, ah, but he got him back. He zugged him around. He got him back. He took seven children. That is the way a guy, a guy in this instance, thinks, and a he's not really to be part of Klai Yisrael.